Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. Get it? AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, we have been working way too many hours, so we just hired two amazing employees to help us get part of our lives back. And while we were training those employees, we were making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hey, everybody. I am here with Chris Jones, a 25-year-old Amazon FBA seller that sells in the supplement and coffee business. And Chris, you've been doing this for about two years, I am told. Is that correct? Correct, yeah. Coming up August, that'll be my two-year stint. So yeah, very exciting. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. I'm excited to actually have you on here. I have a lot of questions. Thank you so much. Good to be here. So you've been selling, what came first, supplements or coffee? So supplements came first, and that stemmed from my personal training background. So um, there was, you know, I've always wanted to get into like the supplement industry and like the fitness industry. I was in, in with a personal trainer. So I started off with some supplements to sell on Amazon that helped me in my personal life. And then it translated into coffee about eight to 10 months later. Eight to 10. Which one is your better niche right now? So the supplements are 88% revenue. The coffee, even though it's an exponential growth industry, 12.5% year on year and year, um, it still only does 12% of my overall revenue. So, so yeah. Okay, 12%. Now, I detect an accent, if I'm not mistaken. Where are you from? <laughs> I am from Pembrokeshire, Wales, inside the UK. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to ask you some of the basic questions that everybody always wants to know when I interview somebody. And that is, first of all, where are your sales numbers as of right now? What did you do last month? So my, so if anyone follows me, um, I, I took a big kind of risk. Now, my sales at the moment, are, are, they're nowhere to rant and rave about. Last year, it was an awesome year. You know, my current turnover to date is more than 325,000 pound. Okay. Because um, for people who follow me on Facebook and stuff, I took a risk from trying to translate my, my starting supplement company to a more vision that in line with my blog. Because I kind of lost my passion and connection with my first company, because I started my blog, things started to go downhill in terms of my sales started to drop because I wasn't putting enough time into my supplement business on Amazon because I was starting up my blog stuff. It all became a bit shaky. And the only way I, the only way I could think at the time to regain all of that was to rebrand my whole supplement company and really brand that in a way that fits in with my blog and purpose of where I am now. So currently I'm doing less than 20 sales a day completely honest. I only rebranded my products and relaunched them less than three weeks ago. And that is Hustle Nutrition on Amazon UK, sitting on the first page, things are going well. And um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's the backstory. And my goal is by the end of 2017 to build it back up to 25 to 30,000 pound in revenue per month. Okay. So, so you're one of the few people that I actually have on the podcast that says who you are. So you're Hustle Nutrition. So Hustle they, can, Nutrition. They, they can look that up. What is that? 
Hustle Nutrition. Hustle Nutrition, so they can look that up. They're going to see what you sell. Why is it that you don't care that people see what your products are? Just because I, I know how much money there is to go around in this world. I know how much money there is flowing through Amazon's categories every second of the day. There's uh-huh. plenty of opportunities for everybody to come in and go to certain subcategories and other categories, and there's enough money and sales to go around. Okay. For me, it's more, you know, I love to just add that motivation and inspiring factor to others to really start their own journey. And if I can be the most honest and transparent person that I possibly can about every single step of my journey, then I believe more people will get up off their ass and they'll get started. <laughs> I love so it. But now you're gonna so have now you're gonna have tens of thousands of people that are gonna go check it bring out. It on, bring, bring it, it on. on. <laughs> bring it on. Cool. What kind of supplements are they? Are they for people, pets? What are they? Yeah, they're for people. So human consumption. So um I I actually name my products too. So I sell my best seller. Okay, so um after my first day of launch, I started with L-carnitine. So for the fitness people out there, you know what L-carnitine is. It's an appetite suppressant and kind of weight loss um, kind of pill. So I started with that. I went bestseller after two hours of launching my product back in August 2015. Bestseller in the category, and I sold nothing less than 12 units a day since I've rebranded over the last couple of weeks. Um, my second product I released was green tea extract. And then my third product that I currently have online now, so very focused kind of um, product range at the moment, is creatine monohydrate. So everyone knows or it's a very popular, and it actually goes L-carnitine being my, my main seller, green tea second, and creatine being the third. Wow. So you're jumping in to like, jumping in with the devils. I mean, all the big dogs out there, I mean, it's a hardcore <laughs> thing. So how do, you, how do you compete with these guys that, I mean, those are major supplements right you're not talking about something that nobody's ever heard of everybody's heard of of green tea and they've heard of creatine monohydrate and i mean they're normal normal things how do you compete how do you actually get sales so if i'm totally honest when i was doing all the research you know i locked myself in like my granddad's um house after i moved back from my bristol as a personal trainer i done a lot of research on the overall of amazon but when it came to the product selection starting out if I can be totally honest, I jumped in for the first kind of supplement I saw in market. I knew that L-carnitine was helping me. I was a believer in the supplement. I wasn't sure at the time how popular it was. And that, if I'm honest with you, Manny, that's the only supplement I really knew to bring out. And I must have got lucky because it hit 12 sales a day, bestseller. And the only thing that I really focused on was actual visual differentiation. So I knew that on the first page of Alcarnatine, there was many different variations, but there wasn't many um, like colors and visuals that portrayed kind of vibrancy. So there was many black tubs, black and dark labels, but there wasn't any white tubs and white labels. So really all that I did was take that data and apply you know, a more vibrant, upbeat and bright label to my product. And if I'm honest, that's, that's all that I did. Did you run uh, any kind of advertising towards it? Um, to the start, no. And without so, any advertising, you jumped up to 12 sales a day on, yes. on the primary product? Or is, that was just one product, right? That was the one product starting out. So that was L-carnitine. So I okay. did do some kind of black hat stuff to start, I must be honest. Because all the review strategies and stuff like that, I did, you know, I got some uh, friends and family to review my product at the time. But I did that before the product was actually live. So this is something that I've told people before. So I wasn't going live my first product, let's say right now, for six weeks from now. But I created my listing. I put my barcode into Amazon. I'd actually created my listing. 
And because I had a hundred samples of my, my Alcantine product in my house, I started to send them out to friends and family. Mm-hmm. Now I wasn't going live for six weeks. And there was one person, after they tried my sample, I said, would you mind leaving a review from your experience on this page? And they said, how do I do it? I sent them the link. And then this this product was unavailable. This product was not, it was invisible. It wasn't in sight. And then they went and reviewed the product. And it clocked up with one review. Then I replicated that process until I hit 100 reviews five weeks in. Okay, I know this is black. I know this is great. do not do this. I didn't know what was happening. So when I went live, um, it was day one. I had over 100 reviews. And straight away, that much must have had such an impact on the Amazon algorithm that I shot a bestseller, top of first page, being all the big companies. And that's what stuck. So I believe that com- um, combined with the visual kind of difference I did, that was okay. enough. That's crazy. So I've never heard of this. So I have yeah. questions now. So the yeah. product, when you go into Seller Central, was it live? Yeah. Was it actually a live product or was it? It, it was not live. It was currently unavailable. But you I can could leave a review? You can still leave a review? You could back in when I did it, correct. Okay. Yeah. You, you can't do that anymore? Well, I, I'm not going to say you can't do it, but... Um, I would say stay away if you could. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard anybody do that. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. You, you, as soon as you listed the product, you went live with it. You immediately had a hundred reviews. Yeah. So you have a hundred. You had a hundred friends actually review this. People yeah, I actually, wow. yeah, I have because I had all of these samples. I must have had more than a hundred samples, and I just okay. sent them out. I've got pictures on my Facebook. Um, I actually deleted some of the photos because I had all of these packages over my kitchen table and I was literally, me and my friend Mike would stay up day and night printing these packages to people, sending them out, and then we'd follow up with them like five or six days later for review. And it was currently unavailable at this time because my actual products hadn't even hit Amazon right. FBA, but I created the listing. So, so I just these, wanted- were, these were all unverified reviews, right? Yes, they were. They were right. all unverified. Sure unverified. And all of them stuck or did you see a lot of them that just didn't stick? If I'm honest, the, my L Carnitine product has now got 166 reviews. Amazon only took off, um, I think I was shy of 180. Wow. So they'd only, okay. they, they really didn't take off much. My, okay. my coffee products got like pretty cluttered. Um, and that was from all the giveaways that we could do before the change back in October. Um, but my, my actual starting supplements, they've, they've, they've stuck. Okay. All right. What, what are your profit margins on the supplements and then also on the coffee products? Yeah, so my, my margins on the supplements are around 35%. Um, my coffee, I tend to go a bit higher. So I buy my coffee in for about £3.20. That's £3.20 UK. I sell it for about £11.97, and then I'm left with about £5 profit, sometimes six fifty, depending on. What's, do you know what the – I don't know what the current conversion rate is between the pound and the U.S. Is it one, one and a half? Where are we at right now? Do you know? Around that, I believe. Um, okay. I'm pull up. But yeah. So while you're doing that, what makes your coffee special? Because I know Amazon now has their own coffee brand. They're coming in. Why your coffee? How'd you differentiate? So that is, you know, I mean, again, being totally honest, I I really haven't focused too much with differentiation with my coffee. All that I've done is I try to add maybe, you know, a unique twist to my listings. I've done my images very well. And, you know, my coffee is called Jones and Burke. And it's just very, it looks very authentic, very clean packaging. And that's what's, that's what's done it. I haven't done anything out of the blue. And, um, you know, that's bringing a lot of revenue over the last near two years. Wow. Jones and Burke. I'm going to have to look at that. So how many units do you sell of that? 
Um, so that does roughly, in, uh, I normally have the two online. So um, I've got my coffee beans and my ground coffee. Um, they can do anywhere between eight and 12, sometimes 15 sales per day combined. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. All right. And you, in order to launch the coffee business that you were doing, what, how many ASINs did you launch with? Was it just one? So, yeah. So I launched one coffee and we started with the ground. Um, and then, you know, I, I speak a lot about how much money I've lost with mistakes in my whole business. Um, you know, I, I, I started this business inexperienced. I didn't really have any knowledge about the whole business industry in general. So, you know, when I started to see two week payments come in of, you know, in dollars, about eleven, twelve thousand $12,000 every two weeks, I was putting in these stupid orders with my coffee suppliers and supplements. You know exactly how it is when money hits your account and you're not used to it. This is coming from someone who was getting paid 1200 pound at most as a personal trainer per month. And then I started to be successful at this business. 8,000 pound was coming in UK every two weeks. I started to contact my supplier and I wanted to scale at a rapid pace. Now I got so immersed in wanting to grow so fast that I forgot about all finances, all all everything else that comes along with business. And you know, I was very lucky and I still am very lucky that I'm still in business and I didn't put myself out of business last year because there were some meetings that I had and you know, I lost I lost a lot of money due to poor decisions in product selection. Um, you know, there were some weekends where I'd bring out five products at a time. And each of those wow. products, I'd, yeah, each of those products, I would have put in an order between 500 and 750 units. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, when so much money was coming in, I felt like a kid in a candy shop, and I thought that nothing could touch me. Um, you know, I was, I was very close to, you know, dissolving the business at one time. Okay, so how many ASINs do you have total right now? Uh, so I've got five. So the I've ones got five. you mentioned, the two coffee yes. and the three supplements. So I've got the three supplements and the two coffees, okay. but. So Amazon, this is, this is the first, second time it's happened. So my coffee beans and coffee ground, and for anyone who sells coffee on Amazon who has got these two products, you might be able to relate to this. So Amazon have mixed my coffee beans up with my ground. Those have reversed in the listings, and the people who are buying the ground have, uh, have not got the beans. Oh, my, I know, I know. The amount <laughs> of refunds I've had to give over the last five days. Anyway, so those listings are down temporarily, hopefully for the, you know, not more than 48 hours, and then they'll be back up and running, so you can check my listings out. Okay, so on the same Amazon account, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to, to backtrack here. You had a bunch of listings. You were doing like four or five of these things uh, a week in terms of ASINs. Um, yeah. You rebranded. Did you rebrand into a whole brand new account or is this in the same account and you just dropped everything else? Yeah, exactly. Second one. So um, different branding. I actually haven't got my pot yet. I've only got like a supplement. So um, different branding, same account. And yeah. the good thing about that, all of my reviews stuck. Nice. Okay, that's great. Why did you rebrand? So the biggest thing that happened was I formed a blog because I saw all these sales come in. I started to post screenshots on my Facebook very harmlessly on my Facebook, just as like in in total shock and baffle mode for myself what I achieved. And this was on my personal Facebook. I started to get a lot of questions in. Then people was con- were contacting me who were selling on Amazon, asking me to write their listings. Then they were asking me to jump on calls. And then I thought the only way to really leverage my time properly was to build a blog. So then zonlifesuccess.com was born. And that's where 
I really started to take blogging seriously and, you know, just, just build a lot of articles. I've done some guest posts for Jungle Scout and kind of Brendan Mason, things like that. And while I, see, while I started to see that grow, I started to see my Amazon business go down. While my passion for my blog went up, it almost seemed one day that I did, I wanted to wake up and totally dismiss my Amazon business, even though it was bringing in some good money. I think the amount of mistakes I had made leading up to the blog, I thought, I just want to help people avoid the mistakes that I'd made and build their businesses up even better than I have. Um, so yeah, the only thing that I could really think was two options. I could totally you know, dismiss my Amazon business. I, in a way, I did, of course, I didn't want to do that. Or I could totally rebrand everything that I was doing myself. You know, I talk about the hustle, work, 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 work. And I wanted to translate my brand to more that. So it was on life success and hustle nutrition could fit in as one entity. So, and that's a risk I've took. And, you know, I know I'm doing some, day, some days less than, you know, 15, 20 sales a day. I knew the risk that I was going to take. And this is where I am now. Okay. How many hours are you working per day right now on this business? So I, I don't do many hours. I'd say maximum, maximum hour and a half, hour and a half a day. Hour and a half. And how, much, how many hours did you put in when you first started? So that, that was 16 hours a day. That was 16 hours a day for you know, 10, 12 months. I eased off to maybe four to six hours a day for the next three months following that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the starting process is the most important. You've really got to put in more time than your nine to five if you're in one. You've got to put in more time than spending time with people that you love and so on. You've got to get it right starting out. Start learning. So what do you attribute or what's the process to go from 14, 16, 18 hours a day down to just a couple hours a day. I think once once the ball's rolling and every you know you get so stressed and tied up with minor and major issues with the Amazon business. Once your product's up there, it's like a whole weight has been lifted. It's not to say that you don't have to to continue the and um, put in the work once it's up, but I think you can sit back and relax just that little more. You can ease off and then you can just try and track all the listings. You can do some product research on the side, but at least you've got your starting point, your main product up there that you have been putting in those hours for okay and do you sell uh, since since you're overseas do you sell in the u.s or what countries do you sell in so i just sell in the uk at the moment um i had a pickle again in the u.s last year um i didn't do my proper product research and again this is talking all about my failures lessons learned mistakes and everything so last year i went into uh, a supplement in the u.s I rushed the process. I got approved for health and personal care category within one try. And then I wasn't getting my my product shipped to Amazon for eight weeks after that first approval. Then a total nightmare hit. So they they suppressed my listing. They suppressed my listing. It was a a 750 unit order. You know, it was a lot of money. It was was thousands of pounds, this first order to go into the US. when I start, when I went back to send that shipment in from the supplier, after eight weeks of being approved the first time, they made me sign up for a second approval. Now, this isn't to put anybody off because, you know, I just waited too long to send that shipment in. They, they suppressed my listing. Um, I tried to reapply for health and personal care. It was a, it was a no-go, zero, wasn't happening. Um, you know, I, I wrote to everyone in Amazon, to, you know, pretty much begging, pouring my heart out to get my product on Amazon at the US. I'd been approved once, but the second, third time, they were saying, no, no, we're not doing it. So I ended up sending that shipment from the US to the UK and then selling it there with the compliance rules in place. 
And that's, is that what you're doing right now then? Yeah, that's, that's all sold now. Okay. So uh, do you, what countries in total do you source from right now? Oh, so it's just UK to UK. So I go from England uh, with my coffee to Amazon FBA and England with my supplements to Amazon FBA. Okay. All right. That makes it easy. If you could sum everything up in one sentence, just one sentence, why did you decide to get into this business? There was, there was one morning where I woke up and it was to go to my personal training job. Um, I'd come home very late from the previous night of work, um, covered in sweat. I was dreading the wake up to begin with. I hardly slept a wink that night. I became, I became so anxious and almost depressed of the mind of going into to work for somebody else for a job that started to deter me from my passion, which was fitness. I thought there had to be another way. And that's where I went home after that shift. I opened up my laptop and honestly, the, the, and this, this might sound cheesy, but I opened up my laptop and I typed in how to make money while I sleep. Um, okay. And that's exactly the starting process. And that was the first initial part of the action that got me into this. Okay. Do you do this business on your own? Yes, correct. Yeah, only one. Okay. All right. And how much money did you start this business with? £2,400, which is about $3,500, I believe. Nice. Okay. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. It's crazy. Where did this this money come from? uh, So it was, I had a business partner for the first 16 months. Uh And because I was working a personal training job, I found uh, um, an investor, a good friend as well. Um, and we were in business um, for 16 months, uh, short than that, a bit shorter than that. Um, and he was the one that provided that upfront capital for us to get started, which was amazing. Okay. And you said, and I didn't mean to cut you off. You said it was crazy, you know, starting with, with such a yes, sum. Yes, starting with such a small sum and building up to something that, you know, past the six-figure point, past all of what I could ever imagine of making in gross revenue, passing... £320,000. I would have never thought I would be taking home royalties at one part of my Amazon journey of eight, £10,000 every two weeks. It was crazy. Yeah. But with all of that, for the people starting, please, please learn from the lessons and mistakes that I've made and really take your time because I know how exciting and you know how tempting it is to spend that money on more stock and more stock. But just, just make sure all the processes are in play before you do anything. Okay. Was your first product a success? The very first yes. one on Amazon? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mainly, do any- down, mainly down to the black hat review tactics, Chrissy. <laughs> I uh, know the craziness. <laughs> Have you had any major flops? Yeah, plenty. I've had, um, yeah, honestly, I've had, um, I released four or five coffees over the course of the weekend. Um, none of them sold. That was 500 units per piece. That was a 16,000 pound mistake. Um, I released vitamin D in a competitive category, there was, and there was 10 other supplements. At one point, I had 25 products online where I should have been bringing in a lot more money than I was. I ended up creating removal orders for most of those units. And um, yeah, it's, it's taught me a great deal of, of things to, to really slow down okay. when things heat up. Let me ask you this. Why did vitamin D, was it D3 or D or what which one was it? Why did vitamin D3 fail where L-carnitine, creatine, uh, green tea, other what I would assume are super popular supplements um, succeed? So so the actual review count in the green tea, creatine, and L-carnitine category, it's not massive. Vitamin D3 was a big one, and I thought um, with my level of experience and knowledge with it, I could go in and I compete with a higher review count, and especially when I, you know, all the review policy was legal before the change in October last year. 
and I just I just wanted to kind of test myself. Um, I should have stuck to my guns and gone with the lower lower reviews in the category. And it is it is actually shocking that you know reviews um, on the UK with creating and the big supplements they they're not anything to rave about, which is a great barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any suspensions? Anything like that? Anything bad happened yeah. to your account? No, never. I've always played by the rules, always except for you know the review process. Okay. All right. What's been your biggest challenge so far? Would you say? I would say, I would say understanding how how fast your business can grow. Um, you know, going from um, a very low income and a secure job to stepping outside of that to then experiencing a whole deal of this money come in. I think that's been the biggest mental challenge and struggle for me is just just realizing how things can kick off if you were prepared to put the work in. And that's, you know, it's scary to some, and it was scary to me. Um, You've just got to be prepared, have the right people around you. And if I knew what I knew now back then, then I'm sure I'd be in an even better situation. Okay. Being that you only work a couple hours a day, what do you do with your whole day nowadays? Okay, so the hustle hours, the proper hustle hours, apart from the one and a half to two hours on Amazon FBA. Um, I write listings for people. Um, I, I focus heavily on helping people on Facebook, private messages. You know, I add as much value to people's lives as I possibly can on all social media platforms. Um, I work on my courses. I try and upgrade them as much as I can. I work on my blogs. Um, you know, I see my family and friends as much as I can. I go out. I spend time with my friends like a normal person. Um, and sometimes, just sometimes, I'll sleep. <laughs> Sometimes. How many hours of sleep do you get a night? Um, I try. I, I I try to work. You know, sixteen to eighteen hours a day. Um, if I can sleep six, seven hours a night, perfect. I'm good to go because okay. twelve coffees in a day really do it for me, money. So well, you got your own coffee business. So that's perfect. So <laughs> yeah, is it a strong coffee? It's it's a good coffee. Yeah, it's a good coffee. Great. So. All right, yeah. So, so you you might only be working a couple hours on the Amazon private label business, but you're you're putting in the fourteen more hours on business in general. For what yeah, you're doing. yeah. And, and you know side hustles and things like that, and just keeping everything going. Okay, let me close out with this final question. You're a young guy. You're twenty. You're twenty five. Is that what it was? Correct. Twenty five. If you could go back in time to when you first started this business and talk to yourself, what advice would you give? It would honestly be to stop taking so much money out of the cash point in the wall. Stop buying watches, stop spending so much money on holidays and clothes and all of that stuff and really knuckle down to the nitty and gritty overall business stuff that, that needs attention. Cool. Awesome. That's good yeah. advice. Yeah. 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 Re- reinvest, quit spending it on craziness because it can get exactly. it can get very tempting when that money is just sitting there for sure. Exactly. Even though, even though I will say, because I know people are pulling me up on this for what I just said, I have just ordered the BMW i8 because I know people will be commenting on access on my Facebook. So, <laughs> so I'll take a step back for that. There you go. So Chris, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Is there any final thing you would like to mention before we go? Um, just, just when it comes to oh, product research stuff, product research and selection. Everyone asks me about this. Sometimes it's easier to keep to the simple things when it comes to products, as opposed to, you know, you, we're not reinventing the wheel here. We are not changing much at all. All we're doing is picking something that sells well with a goal in terms of your financial goal and, and actual unit sales goal per day. And we're taking that, we're making the product better of what you want to sell. And, you know, we're just following the process. 
Don't overwhelm and complicate it. Have a look around your house at household items, stuff like plastic kit, plastic cups, craft bags, you know, simple things like this. Um, again, we're not inventing something new. We're just picking a product and we're making it better. Awesome. Great advice to close this thing. Appreciate it. If people want to get a hold of you, we're going to post this on our Facebook group. We'll tag you in there and, and you can respond. Awesome. Does that sound good? good stuff, Thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider, insider tools, tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.